0: I wanna, I wanna welcome, I wanna welcome it's back. It's, it's just, the, there's a good feel, there's a very good feel. Elul is a precious, precious month, a precious opportunity of growth, the last month of the year, just a precious time when Yidin all over, um, strengthen ourselves. There's such a good feel. We were Zaycha Yeshiva started this week, and is all over our beginning have begun a journey of sincerity, of growth. Our children have returned back to their yeshivas to the Beis Yaakov. Just My wife went with my daughter last night to a shear from the Beis Yaakov. That was wonderful. They came back very enthusiastic. A rebbitzin came to town and, and gave a shear. There's a tremendous enthusiasm that exists. I feel in our Chabura here. Be back. I've waited all summer. Yechiel and I were apart, and now we get to come back together to learn some Torah. It's, it's, it's a good feeling to be back. So I welcome everybody back. I welcome us to this beautiful month of Elul, this precious month. <laughs> we have Rabbi Shimi moved to town, we get to learn together. I want to share some Elul thoughts with the Chevra. It is our custom typically on Lael Shishi that we're learning about typically we've been studying the parasha that comes, I want a little bit focus tonight on the Kufa Sashana that we're in and I want to share three thoughts, two that are three, two of the thoughts are extremely connected but I want to share two, two, two slash three thoughts. The first thought I want to share is a thought about judgment Elul is the last month and it culminates Rosh Hashanah after Elul the beginning of the year is fast coming and we have a Yom Adin Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur Yom Din. and I'm very encouraged by Din and I've expressed this before I was asked by a very very close friend that you did that we sing around the year we sing in Yeshiva we sing the Hashem Nitzav Alav that Hashem hovers over a human being or sits above the human being, his needs have and he's and for and he checks out our hearts and Avday karay, are we serving properly? And we sing the song in our tzibur, our Chaburah sings that song very, very often. Somebody says that feels so overwhelming. Hashem's there, he's like looking at us, are we making a mistake? It's such an overwhelming song, like, whoa. Like, can you have a more chilled, happy, like, that's overwhelming. What is it? I don't see it that way. I actually feel and felt and it, it, it actually, I don't sense that the word is he havers to catch us. Now what's going on. I sense and then screams that a human being matters that a human being is very significant. Our actions count. I actually think we matter a lot. We're just very relevant. You know, they have like the British tabloids follow the, the, the king, the palace, and they're so busy. What they've done, the latest, the queen went out, the cousin, they're like so busy, the tabloids in, in England, with the royal family, like in every little thing, because they're the royal family and they're significant. And the master of the universe that there's something called din is like very, very cool. We just count and matter. And I'd run to read something. I was like, I found the sefer that has interest me. There's a tzaddik in Eretz of Yaakov Meir Shechter. And they have beautiful shmuzim on Elul from him in this sefer that I was looking through that I was reading and learning. And he says here something that really caught my attention. He says from Rebunim of Peshischa. The Beis Medrash Rebbonim was known for honesty. That whole Beis Medrash was an honest place, honest. I like honesty, I like a place of realness, authenticity, just honest, very, very honest. No games, no no shows, honest, who are you, Sha'vam Aleichem, who are you? The honest person within, in Pshischa there was a tremendous, like almost above all else, they wanted honesty and pureness. So things were said. it wasn't the place of, exa- of hyperbole, exaggeration. It was a place of exactness. Rabuna Muheka was Sha'Amar Pami, once said that, "You know the Mi Shakolishmi Yesra said, "You know the greatness of every yid." And how far Adkama Every pool of every little action a human being a year does is so significant. He said Shamisha Rak Mir Shoslu Shos Kfar Isa. He like carries a pen from like one Rishos. He carries something from one Rishos. He carries to another Rishos. He's Chayiv Skila. Said Rabbi Abba shesra Ra u Siat Kamakodlama Shmay's throne. Do you see how great a soul of the yid is? And me the taiviz miruba khame pamim kacha. That he just moved it like he gets skill, like it mattered what he did. That's nuts. Says Yaqumes Ahther, quoting what happened, Mesuppur it is told over. Shala acheshamwah niflaze. When the Chasidim heard the Shmuz, Raktu Oysa they danced the whole night. It was Simchas Taim Pshescha. Raktu, he says here, Raktu me Simcha that we count so much. They danced the whole night. Not fascinating. From the Halacha that you chayv skila, some that a person's chayv skila for carrying Raktu Kol Alayla, Rebunim. In just honesty, he said, we, we matter a lot. Our actions matter, we like significant. He said, do you understand what it means about a Mitzvah? How relevant we are, how important our actions are so powerful and matter? And when he gave it over in an honest way, which was the world of Peshachah, the Talmud were like, wow, they danced the night away from the tremendous joy of knowing that our actions count a lot. And there's a tremendous sense of joy that din itself brings to a person that we're significant. Who wouldn't want this? It's very, very interesting. I was watching today the Waterbury Wolfpack practice. They practiced two hours last night, two hours this afternoon. I watched them for a few minutes. I didn't watch the full two hours, but I saw about five minutes. They're practicing hard. They're going to come to like a big game and it's a lot of stress. Hundreds of people could be watching. It's like, but you actually like enjoy that everybody's watching and that it's like people care. Like so you practice for that. You waited for that. You anticipate that. You're significant. You matter. I mean, isn't that what everybody wants? I was talking to the coach. You know, winning, losing, I want it to be a good experience. I said it's important. That there's relevance. Which if we're just a team that always loses by a lot. Relevance, I want relevance. The word relevance like came out when we were talking about the season. That the game matters, that people care, that people are enjoying. And isn't that what everybody strives that we count? So you say it must be so hard people watching? It's like, huh? That people are cheering and excited when you hit. And oh, he missed the me Like people care. That's relevance. And all this and shalma b'kach, in our lives, that there's something called in, that it matters, our actions, that we're important. That a Mitzvah brings a tremendous Kiddush mayim to the world. That the Chesed, that the activities and the actions of a Yid matter significantly. Somebody was describing to me this summer what Rav Yitz has built in upstate New York. Describing the Kiddush of the Chaburah. Somebody was describing a human being actions. It reverberates. It matters around the world. It's significant. It yeah. just matters. When I went to South Africa, and I met a Yid, Yid, holding on to Yiddishkan, he was listening to a song about her maid in Durham, Connecticut. I was very moved by that, how powerful across the world somebody's attuned to an action, to a, to some chaos that somebody composed and brought out and thousands of miles away somebody's impacted and holding on to a song. It's, it's cool, we matter, we're significant, we have power to our actions. And I think that a big calling of Elul, of a month where people are mechazic their actions and uplift, is at the, at the close of the year. At the close of the year, a yid says, I may have gotten distracted during the year, a lot has gone on, but, but, but I have dreams and aspirations, my, my, my trajectory matters, my direction matters, my, and a yid's mechasek. To serve with more sincerity, to know his actions matter, her actions matter more. There's something so beautiful about it and so simchadik. There's an underlying joy of relevance that just, you matter and you count. And isn't that cool? Isn't that positive? Isn't that powerful? Is that pressurizing? Yeah, I mean, it makes some degree of like, it makes that it counts. It, it counts. I mean, it's interesting if you know. My mind runs to sports. What can I do? Yisrael Mayer was talking something about a football game. So I said, you know, it's preseason. The games don't count. Now, his innocent mind, and, and the regular season does count. Count towards what? But like I was telling him, the players don't really play. It's backups playing. And he's like figuring out... His team he likes is a losing record. I said, it's not the players who like playing. It like made me start thinking about relevance. Now, this again, Dvar Michel Mabekach. But a preseason game, the games don't count. Very chilled, and people aren't very upset when you lose. And there's, it has less of a chius. And we live in a world of regular season games that our actions matter and count and are marked and, and it, there's a care that, because we could do things that count because we're shy to eternity because we're shy to Hashem, the eternal one and our actions matter and it's, it's, it, it counts. So I think there's a tremendous, tremendous chaos that Elul brings to a person who's willing to have that chaos of a person who's significant, who matters, who counts. I think the difficulty of Elul is if people are run over and are competing in an environment of a starker Elul but you don't count, so you're contradicting, I have to be, the, I have to be stronger than him and him and him. Elol and we're like fired up and I can't count, but I do count. You're sending contradictory messages. I think the message is each person matters at all stages, at all levels. We're, we're all zeich, who are raising our families. We all count very, very much. We're not in maybe the competitive atmosphere of the yeshiva. I think it's very complicated, the sounds of Elul in a group where maybe we're not teaching enough that everybody counts and matters. And then you teach about a month and a time of year that says every person counts and matters. Are we giving over Elul and Din properly? In the world, of Pshesha, Elul and Din was a call that you count. The response, the Hasidim danced, Raktu Kol Alayla. There's a big tzaddik, of Yakov Shechter, saying the words that what their response, Misver Shal Aches Hashemu ha Chasidim, Diber Nifluzeh, Raktu Kol alaila Alayla Mirayv Simcha. It makes a lot of sense. They danced the whole night. So I think I don't see a record about to erupt right here, right now. It's a long week. We're tired, maybe. But I do want to say that, that the, the calls of Hashem, Hashem Nitzav those calls, a tremendous source of simcha that Hashem is watching and sees and encouraging and hoping at his dreams for us, there's a tremendous joy, a responsibility. Gilui Birad. Rejoice with the trepidation. Whoa, that's serious. There's a whoa. But there's a gili, there's a tremendous joy to that. That is the first chazal I wanted to learn. Revazia, let's let's sing the song. Oh yeah! I want to ask a second, Kasher. I'd like to ask a Kasher, last Shabbos Kodesh? I was able to be in Blue Ridge. And I asked this Kasher to the Heber. It's a Kasher that I think, like any question, gets the mind working and can produce many, many good thoughts. The Kasher Menachem I the is a Pasuk in Zachary. The Pasuk, the, the Navi says words to Kalal Yisrael the Navi is told to say to the Jewish people, Koyamar Hashem Hashem says, to Klal Yisrael Shuvei No Ma Hashem. Hashem Tzvakes Shuvei No Ma Hashem back to me, I want you. Shuvei Lei, words that are reverberate very, very hard. That Hashem wants us. Shuvei Lai, come back.'" Come back, I want you. Come back to me means I want you. I don't know another way of learning the word shuvayli. And God says shuvayli. I'm interested in you. Come back, shuvayli. Beautiful. I'm interested in you. So you may have strayed. You may have gotten distracted. You may have forgotten. You may have made mistakes. And He talks to every yid wherever you find yourself, whatever situation. The right said. shuvah the one who wants tshuva calls out "Shuve I want you come back to me beautiful words powerful words of the Nabi, shuv elai. but rev Jashula the next words are very shver then Hashem says Hashem and I'll come back to you what's that about? We've gotten distracted, the child, the way wayward child. What's Hashem's tshuva? We always speak about our tshuva. You ever thought about God's tshuva? Vashuva aleichem, I'll return to you. And if it means, I know in a relationship, Rebbe Yassi, you need two sides. It's obvious. But saying shuvah means I want you. Come back. If you do that, tshuva aleichem, I'll return to you. He's saying he wants shuvah elei. I'm interested in you, I want you excellence, so let's do tshuvu. What's the second step? A'shuvah leihim. V'oshevah leihim, amrashim v'gavil. You mask him to the kasha. Shuvah leihim, means I'm here. We may have gotten distracted, come back. And when you do that, I'll return to you. What's that? V'oshevah leihim, amrashim tzvakesh. I'll return to you. The kasha is very, very strong. It's not a cute kasha. What's happening? There's the pasuk, shuve what a call, come back, I want you. Now, automatically in shuve I understand in a relationship both sides have to be interested. But Hashem saying shuve lai means I'm interested in you, means I want you, means I want you, means I want you, shuve lai, I want you. So, what's this response? Hashem says, if you do that, I'll come to you. You said you want us. What's the tshuva of Hashem? Very big kasha. There's a Rabbeinu Yaina you should study in Shari tshuva. Many of Klal Yisrael should study Shari tshuva. This is here are a lot of thoughts in the first beginning of Shari tshuva. I don't want to share all the thoughts. This pasuk arouses thoughts. Very interesting. Shuva elai, Rev. Shlaim, i ask him to the kashy. What's the ash of aleichem, rasha? And I'll return to you. If saying Shuva elai means you want me, and it says come back, I'm interested. We come back. Rashem's waiting, the loving Father. I'll return to you. So I'd like to suggest the pshat, but I'm not the pshat apshat. E I'd like I'd really say to think about this amazing pasuk of Shuve Lai, Hashem's beautiful call of the Navi. So I'd like to say as follows: When you ask somebody forgiveness, somebody's upset at you and you ask for forgiveness, it's always very challenging. Always because when you say sorry to anybody you harmed, they have their narrative, you have your narrative, and it's almost impossible to say, sorry automatically means I understand your side. Somebody asked me, can you apologize? You say, I think you're crazy. I think you have no side, but I still want to apologize. That's ridiculous, there's no apology then. There's no such thing as an apology. I apologize mean I I erred. At the point I think you're crazy, but I still want our friendship. So you're not apologizing. So I want our friendship. But I it sorry means the asking Mechila means as what? to ask Mechila for it. means I see now will you ever understand completely with the ferocity of how they feel it with the intensity I should say of how the other side feels you'd have to be him to hear his side you are you you can acknowledge that I know there are two sides and I'm trying to understand your side and I want to apologize I could have done it different it's not going to be intense as the guy you want it You don't, in your sorry, you typically don't feel it with the intensity that he wants it. And I think a lot of the process of accepting Mechila, if somebody's I'm sorry means I mamish feel you and don't even have my side, there's no kunst to be Michael. He came to your side. you like, you feel completely validated. He sees it your way. He's 100%. That I'm sorry, there's no kunst to accept that mechila. That's a mechila. He's mama, she sees your side. The challenge always, and the responsibility, the Rambam describes if somebody asks mechila be michael. what's the challenge of being michael? is it never was the full way I want the mechila. That's how you ask me, mechila. If you knew how much pain you'd be, Tarek says you have your side. So I'm sorry it means even with my side, episode, I can smell your side, I can like taste it a shtickle. Accepting somebody's mechilas meeting halfway, it's saying, since you're really trying, and you're epis understanding my side, I'll meet you halfway. Your attempt to come to me, I'll come to you halfway. And perhaps this the words of the Navi that Ash, the Navi delivered a message from Hashem Shufayla. Now, if our shuvah would be in its full shleimus, there'd be no need, for and I'll return to you, I've come back to you, Hashem. I'm the son I was supposed to be. And I'm so embarrassed with the levels of charata, the levels of regret, like I can't believe I have like levels. But let's say my tshuva is but not that intense, it's just an attempt at being better, and understanding I can improve. Let's say the tshuva doesn't have the full intensity, like every apology Hashem says I'll meet you we said if you're returning come back so I'm back so what's, the, what's the room for it means I'll meet you halfway would it be just that I see an attempt to move closer, an attempt to understand, an attempt to live with more sincerity says Hashem I'll meet you, I'll return to you, I'll do tshuva to you I'll find you, I'll meet you halfway. I have the full understanding in the Shuv where the call to be heeded is Shuv that you're just back with Hashem, with the full intense feelings. There's no need for Ashvah mam M'Amr Hashem But even if our tshuva attempts of living sincerely with authenticity, if we're just moving in the right direction, says, Hashem, I'll meet you. Says Hashem, I'll meet you right there. Wherever you are, wherever you get, but it's you've heeded the call of a person returning, I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there. I think that's, anytime we're Michael, there's a beginner of that. Of saying that, I don't know if you understand the way I feel. I don't know if you could apologize with the intensity of what I experienced. But I do get a sense you're trying to understand me. I am Michael. I'll meet you. Wherever you came to greet me, I'll meet you there. It doesn't have the intensity I want from you. It doesn't have the full debt. I don't know if you're capable of it, I'll meet you there. And perhaps Hashem says that to every single yid. Come take a step, make a little move. And wherever you get to, wherever place that there's an attempt, but there's some hearing of the shuvu Eli call, Ashva I'll meet you right there. If you came fully back, there'd be no Indian of the shuvu of Hashem returning to us. But wherever you are, there I'll meet you. I'll come. I'll be there. I'll be sharing my shchina on you because there was a recall of shuvu elai. That's the pshat of Shraga that I wanna suggest in this Pasuk. I'm open to interpretations and accepting and aware that there's a whole way of learning here. There is a there is a mahalach. So I'm not saying it as the only pshat. I want Sometimes a kasha works for you. It, it brings you place. It gets you thinking. And this kasha, just hearing Hashem's word, being honest, made me think of this, that the call of shuvelay, where a person to heed the call of shuvelay, then the next from, I'll meet you. I'll return to you. He said, Shuve he'll meet me somewhere. So, so that, that's the second idea that I wanted to share with the Hevra. Really, I said that two that are... Th- I, I had three ideas, but really two that were very tied. I want to share a svasemis that I learned with some of the Hevra on Shabbos again, after Davin a Parshish Kisetzay. But I want to share Yitzla wasn't, wasn't there. So I want to share this same, I'm, I'm saying, I guess, I'm not an expert in Tzvah far from it. A rookie learning svasemis. So again, I can't blame what I'm about to say on the Svasemis. I can say in learning Svasemis, it was more me to think about the following point. I'd like to share it with the Chavar. In Kiseitse, in it says that two nations, Amon and Mayav, are not let to marry in. L'yavay amayni Mayavi y'bekal Hashem. Even ten generations, level and Bikala Forever these two nations are precluded from marrying a yid. Al Dvar, what for? Al Dvar for the matter, Asher for the matter, if it sounds redundant, Rashi When you were in the desert, they didn't bring out lechem umayim, bread and water, they didn't bring out to you. They weren't so nice. And furthermore, they hired Bilam to curse you. Now, this was not a sweet little curse, the Yisrael. They wanted him to annihilate us. And practice is very strange. Two things. First of all, they weren't so nice to us. They didn't bring out bread and water. We were not desperate. We had the Be'erish El Miriam, we had this water. Better than anything they can give us. We had money. We were in good straits. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe they did. I don't know if the knew what we had. But b- basic generosity and pleasantness—you know, a guy who comes to your house, a traveler, you give him a cup of water. Trust me, every Jewish person has in the car some warm water, some warm seltzer. But give him a, take a cup out of the fridge, or give him something. You give him—it's basic respect to the traveler. Now They're in their car, they have some fizzed out Pepsi, I'm sure. They've been driving a long way to come. They drive from far places. They have some, some de-fizzed Pepsi in their car. But the basic decency, they're in your house, give them a glass of cold soda or something. So these two nations, first of all, they didn't give lechem umayim. We were traveling in the desert, and like kid mu'ashchem, they didn't bring out lechem umayim. Second of all, they tried to annihilate us. Yet, asked the Tzfasemists, that's bizarre, just say they try to annihilate us. You, you don't say, you know, we're really mad at the Nazis. You know, first of all, they really didn't smile so nicely at us. Really, it was not pleasant. Second, uh, they try to, Billum try to curse us to, to, to annihilate our nation. And they can't marry a Yid for the extreme of rav, Rishus. And it starts. They didn't bring out lech Now we studied the Ramban. I'm not. I'm not. There's a Ramban here. Kafui toiv. Yidn are thankers. They have no sharze. Avram Save light. Good. Very important. I want to address this v'semus. What's happening? The two things. Rama shechaim. Firstly, they weren't so sweet. They didn't bring lech And second of all, they try to annihilate us. If I understand the Svasemis, there's something magical he's saying. I've seen elsewhere, like, like echoes of this in the Svasemis. I want to share this with everybody. I think it means something. Klal Yisrael means we're a nation who, we are the Am Hashem. We are the Am Hashem. We're the nation who keeps Shabbos Kodesh. We're the nation who are called Yehudim, we thank Hashem. We are the people that have an ice on our body of connection to God. Connection to Hashem. The umais see us, deal with us, have some contact with us, and we're the ambassadors of the rabbinu shalom. And we're a light unto the nations. They learn about sincerity, authenticity, godliness. They see a nation of gemilus chasadim, of goyim le And we inspire the world to godliness. And a connection to a Yid. A connection to a Yid is the connection to Hashem himself. It's through a connection with the Am Hashem. Through a connection to us, one comes and gets connected to Hashem. One learns about Hashem. One learns about loyalty. One learns about the possibility of a connection to Hashem. Says this Fasemis. Bringing lechem umayim to a yid represents epis, epis, a connection Tashem. Some part that you found the connection Tashem. Says this Chasemes, you could have terrible chatom. Amon and Mayiv had rage and anger. They hired Bilam to curse us. So they did. They were scared, insecurity, and worried. We'd cat and did bad affairs. But says the Tzvah it's clear that if they brought out lechem Umayyim, then they still survive. If there's epis, epis, a place of connection to Hashem, you have distance, you have farness, you have confusion, but you brought out lechem umayim to the Yid, then they survive, then they can marry a Yid, they perpetrate. But at the point that there's not even that little part, that kadmo atzma b'lechem humayim, so Tzvah says what's being said here is they had terrible affairs, but it has to speak out, they didn't even bring out Lechem to the Yid. They can have the bad stuff and the complicated stuff, but if they also had a part, Ep is something that they, that they connected to the Am HaShem, namely they connected to HaShem, then they survive, then they thrive, then it becomes more. I want to say something to the Chavri I'm taught, something that happened to me in South Africa that's very, very meaningful to me it's, 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 it's saying something to my own El Uzman, to my own growth and I want to share it with my friends my wife and I took a cable car to the top of Tabletop Mountain and I believe that's what it's called in South Africa, in Cape Town at the top of this beautiful mountain I meet a Yid I meet a Yid She's a grandma, about 80 years old, Dawn is her name. She's a Fromir, a loyalist Hashem. She put me in touch with her grandson who's studying tire in Eretz Yisrael. She, on, on top of tabletop, she was calling her grandson. We got him for a few seconds. It kept going dead. She put him back on the phone. The connection was like was weak, but the connection was also there. The grandmother, was, she wanted me to know, meet her grandson who's studying Torah in Eretz Yisrael. I got to speak to him for a few seconds. He must have been like you know the, the, the over-excited the grandmother who meets a frum on top of a mountain in, in Cape Town and her son, grandson's in Eretz Yisrael, and she wanted me to say hello. She was telling me, look at her grandson studying Torah, the pride, the nachas. So she told me about her Zeta she had a grandfather who you and I wouldn't call from. It was a Yid. It was a Yid. And she said that he was buried in Cape Town. The details, of, I have to call Dawn, the details I remember was the, this Yid's wife was buried near its throne. I don't want to make the story something about 25 years after he passed away. She had a Cyrus that her grandfather was buried in Cape Town, she be buried next to her grandmother who was buried in Eretz Yisrael. She told me how it happened that the grandma was buried there, yeah, I don't remember those details. She wants, she's now f- from god in person, she's thinking about eternity, he should be buried next to her. So he asked the Rav, can he rebury his grandfather? She asked the Rav. So the Rav fasted. She said she called the Godel. I believe she told me who it was. I don't remember. She, and the Rav said if they had shalom Ba'is. Interesting. The, he, the Rav asked her, did they get along? She said they were excellent friends. He said, rebury him, Teretz Israel." So she hires Hefra Kedisha to dig up the body of her Zayda to bring Teretz So she was there. They dig up the body. And they start screaming. This is a lady, an intelligent, sophisticated, rational lady. They start screaming, Tzadik! 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 they start shouting, she told me. She was like, What's, what are you guys shouting? They were building up his body, screaming Tzadik. They said his body looked, and she was made. The body looked like they buried him that day, full. 20, 25 years later, like he was buried that day. They said, who was this? Mia said, who was he? She described his honesty in business. He was very, very honest. And she told me stories of his honesty in business. And his body was the body of the tzaddik untouched. His granddaughter, grandson, is learning Torah in Eretz Yisrael. And I say about a yid, a yid is precious. And I say about a yid, bring your lechem umayim to Find that place of sincerity, and the yid moves forward. The yid moves forward, and the yid has a grand a granddaughter who's 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 has a granddaughter's grandson who's learning tayr and a her tzisro. That the sight of moving closer to Hashem, certainly we wanna we wanna we wanna keep and we wanna stay, and we wanna grow. Finding that place, would it be that Amin and Mayv? They had, they had big things big things to contend with. But if they had just brought lechem humayim to a yid, the lechem umayim that just made sense, these people, they're not passing through your country, your old enemies with them, you have had complicated history, but you know what? They're save your Zaydis. you say we're very complex, we have funny attitudes to you, we've done some bad stuff to you. But you know what? A little rechmanus, here's some lechem, here's some mayim forever they'd be allowed to marry a Yid. You know why? Because they connected to Hashem. Because they found the place of yes connecting. Then there wouldn't be the harsh... It wouldn't be... There'd be actually a movement towards. They actually would marry Yidin. And they'd actually have descendants that were servants of Hashem. Was there a movement towards? You have some Yid in the middle of Cape Town was an Erlich Yid. He was honest. That was his, that was his connection to Emes. To Hashem was Chaisama, is Emes. The Yitzhat's he's a movement towards God, his granddaughters, Shaykh Mattare Mitzvahs, his granddaughters, grandsons, learning Torah and Eretz Yisro. It's no wonder he did his with sincerity, with authenticity. He did his. And I say to all of us, who are Hashem to be from Heilun Yidin, I say, let's heed the call of Shuve Let's heed, we hear, me and you are very Shaykh Let's heed a call of Shuve Lai and Elul so preciously we could be more careful not to knock another person. Elul, we could find a little more patience and love and understanding for our children. We could be more giving to our spouse. We could learn another few minutes of Torah. We can push and daven a little with a little more focus, a little more kavana. We're shaykh to heed the call of Shuve Lai, each of us in our own unique way. But it's not—it's not—it's not an all-or-nothing. It's not—it's not the nature of the shuvaylei. To me, it's clear that Hashem responds a that there must be. We're not fully back, but a call of shuvaylei, Hashem. He doesn't tell us how much. Something that could be called—we've answered shuvaylei, and Hashem responds a Alechem, I'm rasham I'll meet you. I'll, you move you're begedir shuvaylei. I'll meet you right there. I would wonder how far our Shuv'elai, I have no right to say how far does it have to go? Anything that means we've heard the call Shuv'elai. Here in this Svasemis, it seems rather rather like, not such, they brought out a little water, it's like it almost was chemical, their two sins. They tried to annihilate us, they didn't bring water to us. Like, hello? He says, if they would have brought water, then the deep bad things they've done. But they brought water to us. They epis. There was something where they moved closer to Hashem. There was some call that they heated, It was like it does. That's no halfway. Bringing water is no halfway. tshuva, of a lot worse sins. But if they epis moved towards, they epis made like a little move. They brought out a little lechem to a yid they gave a year to Epis, like bring out a sandwich for the yid who's hungry, that connection to Hashem, it would have been, there wouldn't have been this Zerah, and the encouragement to us who are in the Kalashem, we're in that Machnev Kalashem, that those slight movements, those, those movements, those sincere movements, those in the areas that we can easily connect to, that we easily can mean something to us, and we make that, we heed that call. So to me, that's a yid responding to a Shuv like call. I certainly, in a month of Elul, when Klai Yisrael's and Klai Sefal strengthens itself in the final month of the year. I think us to, to really listen to a call to know that we're shyach to a precious month of Chizuk, a little of, of encouragement to hear the Simcha of this month and the, and the time periods coming to us. Raktu Kol ha-layla. They heard about the Chiv Misa for Yidus al Shabbos, and the, when the Rebbeinu of Shishra explained that the Yid's actions matter, Raktu Kol ha-layla. So I say with the excitement of Yiddin who say, we count, we matter, each and every one of us. Let's be mechazek in a month that we're very, very shy too. A month that a Yiddin, the last month of the year. Like, oh, oh, I got a little distracted. Okay, back to business. Let's get focused at a time period when there's a tremendous in our nation. Our children are back to Yeshiva. Our daughters are back to Beis Yaakov. Let's find that, all find in us like a new excitement, a new Ischadshus, a new push. To like to find an, an area that talks to us, an area that's not old, an area that resonates by us and be mechazik a little with some chiyus, with some energy that, that, that we mechazik shuvay live. We like moved. But, but there's chiyus. There's meaning to it. I told the bacher today. I told the bacher today. A guy lost seventy pounds. A beautiful bacher. So we would, guys are celebrating him. So I wanted him to know I called him over and I said like this. He said I loved you before you had the 70 pounds. Now you're missing. There's not a celebration of, of wow now you so now you so you, you were heavy then, now you skip. The celebration is that you have chaos. That you're alive, that you're building, you're constructing. But I'm congratulating and hugging you and celebrating you were wonderful then, but there's a chaos of construction. I say to us all, let's have the chaos. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. A chaos of construction. There's such a chaos of movement and construction. We're wonderful. We're wonderful people. Let's build. Let's ever fresh shuvei light. Move a little forward. Take a few steps forward. There's such a chaos. and we're shy to it. We're shy to. It. We're so young. We're so capable of movement. We're, let's be fresh. Let's be young. Let's not be stale. Let's move a little bit. So we'll lose a pound or two. So we'll we'll do a little bit like move movement chaos. So my bracha and my encouragement to all of us is we should have the chiyos, to heed a shuvay like all the chiyus that Elul, the shayfar of Elul, is a precious shaifer of where shayak like to come back, to push a little bit, to get a little closer. And certainly Hashem will keep His promise of wherever we are, meeting us there. And responding with our little chizik, we open k'pishri shalmacha, ani eftach lachem k'pishri shalulam, I couldn't show us.